Welcome back to Degenerous Not Your Mom's podcast. This is Legina, and welcome back to another episode. Grab your drinks, wines, cocktails, beers, coffees, waters, whatever. Um, and cheers. Welcome. I think I just said welcome way too many times. Um, anyways, there's this like amazing new show on Netflix, or I don't even know if it's new, honestly. It's called Echoes. There's this lady that was in a lot of things and she's in it. I literally don't know her name. Um, she wasn't, she was in a lot of old movies. Anyways, this story is about, it's crazy. Actually, also, uh, Matt Bomber is in it, but <laughs> is it, this story is about twins and it's, you know what? I can't even explain it without giving shit away. So I'm not even going to try. But the why I was, uh, why I wanted to talk about this was because I literally, we, me and my boyfriend started this last night at like 1 a.m. And we didn't sleep until like 5. And I really wanted to watch more. And I just like, I had to sleep. And I had to stop myself. <laughs> and I was just like, this is so good. But it's it's like a thriller slash like weird mystery crime, kind of crime. I guess not crime yet. I don't know. I, I didn't finish it. So I'm not 100% sure. It's so hard to explain. But anyways, it's about twins, uh, these, these sisters. And, and it's like, it's one of those things where like, if you're not a twin, I've always had this fascination about twins, right? Like, like, do they really feel connected? And do they like, you know, it's so weird. And if I have kids, I've always thought that I wanted twins, but like, I'm not even sure now after I watched this. Anyways, um, it was really interesting. Yeah. And um, also, I saw this ad about a ridiculous thing. And um, I just wanted everyone to hear it, too. I don't want to talk about it, but but let's listen to it. I've got to tell you about something I am so excited to announce. A dating app for all of us conservatives. It's called The Right Stuff, and it's launching this September. What I love most about it is that it's invite only, so not just anyone can join. First of all, it's free to use. And for my ladies, you'll never have to pay because we all get premium subscriptions for simply inviting a couple friends. Gentlemen, if you want access to premium, that's on you. And by the way, those are the only two options, ladies and gentlemen. The right <laughs> stuff is all about getting into the right dating pool with people who share the same values and beliefs as you. You'll start off by building your perfect profile. No pronouns necessary. We want you to put your best foot forward, which includes your favorite photos of yourself doing what you love or being with the people. Okay, there are literally pictures with people um like wearing maga hats <laughs> on the on the ad. <laughs> and it's called uh the right way. <sighs> yeah, no, I just wanted to share this. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but I thought it was a little hilarious too at the same time, but like great, great, you know, like I, I guess it's good in a way. So I don't know. Is it even good that people only meet people with the same views? Maybe it's good so that, like, we don't have to mingle with those people and they could just... I don't know. Does it make the divide even worse? Ugh. It's such a weird world, guys. Such a weird world. Okay, um... I want to talk about job interviews. Interviews in general. 
I think is kind of bullshit. Like, how do we actually identify a good worker or a good fit, whether it's a company, whether it's a restaurant, whether whatever it is, just by paper? It's impossible. And I do feel that interviews, it, like, is something that extroverts are much better at. So it kind of, you know, it's hard sometimes to express yourself or explain yourself. Yeah, I guess that's why we practice for interviews and all that. Like, I, I did intense, intense training for interviews when I was looking for a job in Korea. We had study groups and all of that, right? Um, but look, even now, um, in the service industry, so I've, I've kind of been doing like a weird social experiment thing by myself, I guess, at this point, because it, even if I'm not like actively looking for a job, sometimes if like some restaurants that I'm interested in come come up, I'm not even 100% sure that even if I do get the job, I would want to leave like my current job and go for the new place, right? But I'm just kind of like curious as to if I'll even get a callback. And this is, by the way, you know, all industries the same. If you get an interview through someone you know, 100 like probability is so much higher that you will get the job or you will get the interview in the first place i think a lot of the jobs i i have gotten a lot of jobs just by online applying but especially in new york a lot of the jobs i have gotten by recommendation or like someone knew someone so it's like yeah just like just do an interview um either way even now and even now with like seven years experience in the New York bartending service industry world with um, bar consulting experience, with experience, you know, making cocktails, menus, opening bars, being like open member of a lot of places, doing a lot of creative work, blah, blah, blah. For me, it is very, very difficult to get a job in certain places. And I am not a hundred percent sure if this is because mm, my resume doesn't look like a resume that these specific places want. So it's weird because, okay, so just to explain my resume a little bit, I have experience in bars starting from shitty, shitty bars that, like, I don't even write all of that, right? Shitty bars to high-end like Michelin style places where I've had to like use two jiggers and very accurate measurements for everything to like fine dining to you know a, a lot like I have experience broad experience with like I've had experience in like uh high volume lesser volume but more like intricate places whatever maybe I don't do interviews well you know maybe I can't explain all this well or maybe maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just like this Asian girl that doesn't look like I'll be good at bartending. I don't know. <laughs> and it's not like every interview I'm, I'm going to go in. I'm just like, I'm, I'm really clean and I'm really hard worker. And I, I really like, I'm good at my job. <laughs> I don't, I don't talk like that. But <laughs> anyways, it, it has made me think, um, especially hotel bars, um, Michelin star restaurants, they have an aesthetic they go for. And it's usually not me. 
And I think that is the biggest reason, because if any of these places ever gave me a chance to work a day and watched how I work, I, I do think I would get hired, you know, and maybe maybe I'm just like tooting my own horn at this point. But it, it's been I've had I've gone through the years where I'm like, oh, probably because I'm not good enough, probably because I don't have enough experience, probably because I no. Now I know for sure that I know what I'm doing, you know, at this point. So yeah, that's, that's why I've been thinking about interviews and I, which quick story time. Uh, when I was in Korea working in marketing, it, it was a pretty big firm. And in Korea, we do this like big recruiting interview period two times a year where we pick a whole, like a batch of young people fresh out of college. So this is like, just for first hires, like new, young, like 20 something year olds. It's not for people that have had jobs, other jobs that have experience. No, but there are like two big periods in a year that um, they pick like a batch of people because again, Korea is very, very age based. So they like doing things like according to year and age. So there was this time um, and like the company that I work for is very like, they pride themselves that I used to work for in Korea pride themselves for being a very like young, innovative uh, company. I, we had like a beautiful, beautiful office space with like a lot of resting areas, blah, blah, blah. It was like a googly type place. So they wanted to do that. And anyways, um, I remember I was like in my second year working there, like super, super still like new and young. And they were like, one of the executives were like, okay, this year when we choose the young batch of people, like the new group of people that we want, let's put in like second, third year, you know, employees, the younger employees, not just the like higher up seniors or executives. Let's put one of those people in the interviews because they will have a better, you know, grasp of who might be a better worker or, you know, all that stuff because they're more in touch with like recent school stuff and, you know, education, they might have a better um, view on that and a better opinion. And I was like, oh, wow, that that's actually really smart. And I, I remember going into the interview and there, number one, Korea is, yes, very age-based, but also very, like, beauty-centric, right? So, of course, like, the older executives as soon as a prettier girl walks in they're just like yes she's, yeah she seems like a nice girl and <laughs> i remember this one girl she was very very pretty and ours the ceo of that company has a book out right like everyone knows the book whatever i probably skimmed it for the interview when i was applying to that company but no one really reads it right we just like know of it anyways this girl and <laughs> I remember, and this is the stupidest question. This is why I don't believe in interviews. You are trying to pick like a marketing PR person or an HR person, whatever position it is. And these fucking executives ask like the stupidest questions, right? They're just like, like what, what is a recent book you've read that resonates most with you? Or like whatever, the recent book that was like really good that you've read. This fucking girl bursts into tears and is like the book that the, the CEO of this company wrote and I, immediately I was like oh, red flag, red flag, I never want to work with her never ever want to work with her 
And then I was so surprised we got out of the interview and like all the judge judge people, whatever, inter- interviewers talking. And the fucking senior executives were like, she seemed genuine and like, oh, she, she seemed like a nice girl. And I was just like, excuse me? She literally cried on the spot. She's she, like acted. She cried on the spot. That book is nowhere near such a great book that you like cry after you read it. it. It's a book about business. It's like how I became a CEO. What are you... T- what are you fucking talking about? I never want to work with her. It was <laughs> for me. I was like horrified. It was like one. I was like, wow. Like I don't want her to be picked. I don't want her on my team. Like I can see her manipulating everyone into like doing less work, but receiving all the attention and all of that. I don't know. It was just like such a weird experience for me, and I was so weirded. I was like, no, 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 no. And I remember, like, the older dudes were just all like, she seems so genuine and nice. (sighs) Yeah. So, well, I guess what I was trying to say is interviews really just, it's just such a thing. It's such a subjective thing. Job interviews, depending on the person, depending on the experience that person has, depending on, you know, like, what, what if the manager that's interviewing you has no experience in any other, any other, um, companies or any other, rest, say if it's a restaurant, right? Just to be, make it easy. Zero experience in any other restaurants and like doesn't even know what to look for in a person, you know? And yeah, I don't know. This is, this is a rant about interviews. And I think that all jobs should just have like a, training not training what what do you call it um trial period a trial period that you prove yourself that you are good enough to work at this place and in that way we can also um know who's faking their experience too who's like writing up fake resumes because like a trial you know you're you're looked at people are watching you and judging you and and that would be like the most accurate way to see if this person is capable of doing any of the tasks that the company requires you of. Yeah, those are my thoughts on interviews. Also, because like I recently went to a few fucking weird interviews where I could not understand why people were asking these irrelevant questions when they're trying to find a bartender. And yeah, it happens a lot. It happens a lot. <laughs> it weirds me out all the time. Um, speaking of jobs and work, uh, <laughs> Parks and Rec is like one of my all-time favorite, you know, the office, Parks and Rec. Maybe maybe it's because I do have experience working in a corporate office that it just makes me laugh so much, some of the situations. And I I watched a clip of a blooper of Chris Pratt in uh, Parks and Rec, and it just reminded me how much I loved Chris Pratt. Like right now... I couldn't care less about Chris Pratt. I'm sorry, Chris Pratt. I'm sorry. I think I've heard too many weird rumors. <laughs> and but that clip did bring me back because it's fucking hilarious. If if you guys haven't like if you if you haven't watched Parks and Rec, one go watch it. 
even if you haven't watched it, the bloopers are like hilarious to watch. And there's this one scene where they're doing like a little meeting and they're just like, oh, everyone loves comeback stories. And I think they were like failing in a campaign or something. So they were trying to like bring their campaign back to life. They're like, everyone loves comeback stories, you know, like the Mighty Ducks, the blah, 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 blah. blah. And they're like throwing ideas around. And then Chris Pratt is like, oh, yeah, like um, Kim Kardashian. And everyone just stops. It's like, what? What was he talking about? I was like, and he goes, yeah, I, I think she came on her back in that video. And literally, it was an improv. And literally, the actors just burst out laughing, like real laughs, not acting laughing. And they're just like, like dying. And it's just so hilarious. And there are other ones, too. There are other ones. Like, there was one scene where... so. Chris Pratt was very good at improv, like making jokes and making everyone laugh. And he's, I, I even know like once he just randomly, like one of the scenes where he was like knocking on a door and they're supposed to open the door <laughs> and they open the door and he's just like butt naked, the dick out. And the actresses are like, what? And they just like shut the door. Things like, stupid things like that. And I am realizing I just like chaotic jokesters that like being the center of attention (laughs) which does that make sense i guess i am like very attracted to people like that and i think that my boyfriend is kind of like that too it's like chaotic jokes that a lot of people might not agree to sometimes but it just like makes me laugh and cringe at the same time and these people just like love doing that it's so strange on the other hand i do really like weird like dry jokes people that like don't smile and just make like weird dry jokes especially in action movies everyone knew that like you know bruce willis style movies and that was like a big thing in the 90s like in all the 90s action movies like mel gibson lethal weapon um die hard like it was all weird dry jokes like talking shit without laughing and while you kill someone or while you're like jumping off a building but you're still like really funny and ironic yeah that's my style I mean, at least my style of action movies, you know, not not in real life. I don't want anyone to jump off a building or like kill people in front of me and make jokes about it in real life. That's very criminal mindsy, but um yeah. Um I know I say this every week, but it's been kind of a chaotic week and I was really and also uh tomorrow's my birthday, so I was thinking of skipping this week, but I was kind of like, well, I still want to check in with everyone, um, all my degenerates, and say hi, um, and chat a little. (laughs) So this one's going to be a short one, but thank you everyone for listening. Um, You know, the usual, get laid, get high, get drunk. I'm going to do a lot of getting drunk this week. So you know what, like, hey follow me on my instagram watch watch my how my birthday week unfolds i don't know if it's gonna be too crazy or what you know I, it could be just me at home binge watching uh these episodes of crazy that netflix series echoes you know it's it's really good guys like 
really. If anyone likes thrillers, whatever, just go watch it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Join me on my Instagram story. You know what? This is another thing. It's like I have let go of my social media for maybe even a month, you know, and I was just like, you know what? I, I need to post more. I need to show everyone what I'm doing. <laughs> Not that everyone is interested, but you know, it's my birthday week. So, okay. Let, join me on all my like cheers and drinking and let's drink together. Like message me, message me, um, a cheers video. I don't know. Then I'll message you back a cheers video because most likely I will be drinking a lot this week. So yeah, thanks for listening uh we are everywhere on degenerate at degenerates nymp you know tiktok instagram uh email gmail we have the, our website www.degeneratesnymp.com and message us if you have any fun stories thank you see you next week bye